Turn in your Bibles to Isaiah chapter 61. Isaiah chapter 61, we're going to start in verse 1. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, and the day of the vengeance of our God, to comfort all that mourn, and to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord that He might be glorified. And they shall build the old waste, they shall raise up the former desolations, and they shall repair the waste cities, the desolations of many generations. The title of the message tonight is The Ministry of Restoration. The Ministry of Restoration. You know, this scripture, as many of you most, most of you probably know, that this scripture is a prophecy from Isaiah, or let me correct that, from God through Isaiah, uh, about Jesus Christ and the work that he would do when he came. And as you may remember, over in the Gospels, I can't remember exactly where, but there was a, a day that Jesus came into the temple and He walked up and He read from this very uh, verse of the Word here and shared with the people and, and pretty much told them uh, that this was all about Him. What I want to focus on tonight is that, uh, you know, there's, there's a whole lot of... Uh, phrases in this uh, four verses of Scripture, but most of it is dealing with restoration. And I just want to read those off to you right now. Bind up the brokenhearted, proclaim liberty to the captives, the opening of the prison to them that are bound, comfort all that mourn, give beauty for ashes, oil of joy for mourning, garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, build the old waste, raise up former desolations, and repair the waste cities. This is all about restoration. You know, that's what Jesus was sent to do was to restore a people to God. This is about His life and what He was going to do. He was constantly performing these acts of restoration while He was here on this earth. And since that was His ministry, since he, His life was all about restoring people, that ministry is passed on to us. Because we are His children, we, we have been commissioned to do what He was sent to do. That ministry of restoration is passed on to us. And it's our responsibility to make sure that our life matches up with what it was Jesus was here to do. Now, what does that mean for you? How does that affect your life? What's the first thing you think about when you hear the word restoration? I thought about this this evening, and the first thing that comes to my mind is someone that's in prison and they're released. 
that freedom that they once had is restored to them. But I want y'all to to look at this today in terms of of uh, the way God deals with people and the way the world deals with people. I want you to notice that when the world restores something like freedom to somebody, it is not equivalent to the way God restores somebody. Because someone that has been in prison, they've been uh, placed in prison for whatever reason it may be, you notice when they get out of prison for the rest of their life, they're marked as a convict. It doesn't matter what they did. doesn't matter what price they paid for that, that crime they committed. They're always from their own known as a convict. It affects every part of their life. They go to apply for a job. They have to tell people, look, I was in prison once. But when God restores you, when He works a restoration in you, whatever it may be, you start clean. You start right back where you where you should have been. All those things are forgotten. You know, you can apply this to forgiveness of sin. You can apply it to many things in your life. It could be healing. Whatever it is that God restores to you, He does it completely. The message this morning was about the uttermost and how that is, uh, you know, in the highest degree is what that means. And that's how He saves us is to the uttermost. Well, restoration is the same way. It's a complete thing. He doesn't, when He restores something to you, it's, it's a done deal. The world's ideal of restoration is, is not what we want to focus on. Because the world's ideal of restoration still continues to hold a grudge. It still remembers your past. It still brings up those things. You know, this is the same way Satan uh, tries to deal with us. He always tries to remind us of our past. But, you know, we can all probably think back in our past and remember a time maybe you were sitting in church and, and somebody came walking in that just didn't look quite right. Or maybe you know something about that person's past and, and you hear people begin to whisper and snicker and, and you know, they're, they're remembering the way these people used to be. It doesn't matter how they are right now because you're thinking of that in terms of the way the world looks at them. But when God looks at those people, He sees the way they, he, that He would have them to be. The way they were designed to be. You know, there was a time when, when us as people had a certain place and a certain position. Way back when. And you know, Adam kind of, he, he catches a lot of the heat for ruining that for us. But because of the sin that entered in, there needed to be a way that we could be restored to that same place. That place is, is where God would have us to be in fellowship with Him. That's what He wants is for us to be in fellowship with Him. But restoration has to take place. Because we can't be in fellowship the way we are. So we're involved in this ministry of restoration. 
What that requires is not only a change in the way we view people, but it's a change in our own heart. Because what we need to be doing is not looking at the outside, not worry about what the clothes somebody wears or the things that we remember about them. What we need to be doing is trying to look at these people from the way God sees them. Because there is a certain thing that He designed this person for. There is a certain thing He had in mind when, when this person, before this person was even born. That is, that's where we need to be looking from, is from an eternal perspective and saying, God, what is it that, that this person needs restored in their life? What is it that they're missing? When we look at people, we need to be looking at them through the eyes of Jesus. And, and you know, when He looked at somebody, He looked at them with love. And He was, he was always wanting to see what He could restore to them. Whether it be, you know, their sight, or whether they were healed by some limb that was messed up. Maybe they couldn't walk. Whatever it was, He was always looking at what He needed to restore for that individual. You never saw him walking around wondering what kind of past this person had. He wasn't ever concerned about what it was that uh, they had done in their past. He was wondering, what is it that I need to do right now to bring them to the place they need to be? You know, this isn't something we do on our own. I'm not talking about going out and writing checks out to people to to help them financially. If that's what God leads you to do, that may be the case, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a spiritual thing. I'm talking about looking at these people through the eyes of Jesus and and going to God in prayer on their behalf instead of sitting and talking about them and and trying to uh, remember the way they used to be and thinking we don't want them involved in our church because... I know how they've acted. I know what they've done in their life. And that's not the kind of person we want here. No, listen, if they come in the door, we need to be welcoming them and looking at them and thinking, God, what is it this person needs? Listen, I may be the one that's up here preaching, but I need restoration in my life just the same. There is nothing different about me than anybody else that may come in. I guarantee you anybody here tonight can think about something in your life you'd like God to restore. Restoration is not giving you something just out of the blue. It's it's putting something back in place that should have been there all along. You may be thinking about, well, how can I do that? What, what is it that I can, how can I help anybody? What can I do to change anything about anybody's life? Well, verse one of that scripture we read answers this question. The very first part of it says, the Spirit of the Lord God. The Spirit of the Lord God is how, how we're empowered to do any of this. It's not, it's not us. It has nothing to do with us. It's the Spirit of God working through us that allows us to have an impact on anybody. 
It's the Spirit of God working through us. What does the Word say? It's not by might. It's not by power. It's by my Spirit, saith the Lord. It's, it's through His Spirit that restoration begins to come in place. Jesus didn't do anything until the Spirit of God was upon Him. He didn't do anything until He was empowered. The disciples after Jesus was resurrected didn't do anything until they received power from on high. It's when the Spirit of God comes upon you that you're able to see into things that you didn't understand before. You're able to look at people with love that you've never had love for before. There's a lot of people that I really don't care much about. But it's through the Spirit of God that I can develop love for them. It's through prayerful consideration that God can put love for them in my heart. And when that happens, when I am empowered by the Spirit of God, God can use me then to begin to come about this ministry of restoration. You know, God chooses to use us. I don't know why. I don't know why He wants us involved in other people's life. Why does He want us to be the instruments He uses to bring about restoration to people? You know, there's some people that that don't know what love is. There's some people that have never felt love from anybody else, especially strangers. But when the Spirit of God is working through us and somebody comes in and then, and they just feel love all of a sudden, they're like, man, I want more of that. I don't know what it is, but I like it. You'd be surprised to know how many people have never felt love. You know, we all just take it for granted. Most of us here tonight probably had really nice home. You know, I'm not talking about the house. I'm talking about your family. It was probably a good family. You came up through and, and there was love from your, your mother and your father and probably you had a mother and father. We don't understand what it's like to grow up not having a mother or a father. It's hard to identify with people like that sometimes. And because they're so different, our natural tendency is just to shun them. I don't want to be a part of their life because they're so different. But God would have us to feel differently about them. You never notice that in the Word, you never see Jesus hanging out too much with big families and and nice homes or anything. No, He's hanging out with those that didn't have. He's hanging out with those that, that need something. People that needed restoration. That's who He chose to be around. Restoration is not just about Christians that have backslidden. You know, there's, there's a need for restoration there. But it's not just about them, it's about all people. Restoration isn't just about forgiveness of sin or healing or financial issues. It's about being in the place that God designed you to be. All of us have 
a particular uh, design that God chose to, to place within us so that we could be used by Him in a certain manner, whatever it might be. It's, you know, some of you may sit there and think, well, I don't really have any kind of special talents. Well, I want you all to know today that I don't have any kind of real special talents that are obviously easy to use in the church. Yet God chooses to enable me to preach His Word. I am not a public speaker. I didn't go to school to learn how to talk to people. So don't worry about what it is that the world would tell you you're good at doing. That has nothing to do with how God might choose to use you. It may be that you have certain uh, obvious traits or attributes that He can use, but that is not necessarily the case. But what God wants to do is to take you however you may be and restore you to the place He wanted you to be originally. He wants to put you back to the place He designed you to be in. Now you look at somebody else that doesn't know God. They don't have an inkling of what it is God wants to do in their life. That is the farthest thing from their mind to know what it is God wants to use me for. It's the last thing they're thinking about. And then you you bring a person like that into a church that is full of love, that's full of the Holy Spirit. And you see uh, what happens then. As they come, you know, they may, they may, it may not happen right off. They may come back a time or two. But I guarantee you, you're going to start to see change happen in people like that. Because they're going to see that there is something that is there that I don't have. And you know what? It's not just that I don't have it and I want it. There's something there that that kind of speaks to my spirit and, and it, it, it raises up within me and says, you know what, that's what I was supposed to have. That's what I was designed for. That's how I was designed to be in communion with God. Amen. And restoration can begin to take place. But, if we're not interested in the ministry of restoration, they'll just move on. They may go to another church or they may not. The ministry of restoration is what Jesus was sent to do. That's what He was sent for, is to to restore a people to God that could be in communion with Him, that could be in fellowship and be a part of His family. That people that wanted to love and serve Him... Jesus was sent to restore us to that place. Now, that He's done that, and we here have all you know, chosen to accept Jesus as our Savior, we're now heirs and joint heirs with Jesus Christ. We have a responsibility to push this ministry of restoration forward. We have a responsibility to reach out to people and show them that they can be restored to a place they didn't even know they needed to be restored to. But, you know, it's not always just that. It's not always just salvation. But their families can be restored. 
They can be restored in their job. They can be restored in in every aspect of their life because that's what God wants is, is total restoration. He's looking for people that want to serve Him and because of that, he, He's going to bless you. Walking in the Spirit is how we can be enabled to help restore someone. The Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, whatever you want to call it, that is, that is the key factor in restoration. You know, if Jesus would have never been... Uh, I don't know, you kind of have to be careful how you say this, but let's put it in terms we can understand. If Jesus would have never been filled with the Holy Spirit, He would have not been enabled to go into His ministry. You notice He never did anything until... The Spirit of God came upon him. So because of the Spirit of God moving on Jesus like that, look, I say this a lot. You all probably hear it all the time, but I'm going to tell you all this is the most important part of your Christian walk. If you don't do everything you can to emulate what Jesus did, you're going to miss the mark. He set the mark for us. He set the bar high. And I know it's probably just next to impossible to attain the mark that Jesus set for us. But that don't mean we don't keep striving and pushing and moving towards it. Because there is only one thing in this life that's important aside from being saved, and that is being as close to like Jesus as I can become. Because that is, that is my goal, is to be like Him. There's going to come a day when I leave this earth that I'm going to be transformed into a new body and a new creation, and I'm going to be like Him. His Word says that I go to prepare a place for you, that where I am, there you can be also. The only way you can be there is to be like Him. So if we're not striving and reaching to be like Him here, I don't want to know how it's going to be later on. I'm not even worried about that. My concern is right now. His his ministry on this earth was the ministry of restoration. My ministry needs to be the ministry of restoration. We can get into all kinds of details, however you want to think about it. I'm not talking about where you need to go, what you need to do. I'm trying to tell you your overall ministry needs to be restoration. You need to be focused on what it is God is going to empower me to do and who I need to help. In the process. Who is it that needs restoration in in the people that I encounter? Who is it and what is it that they need? How can my life, through the leadership of the Holy Spirit, influence and help them? Restoration is the key. There was a point in my life that I chose to accept Jesus as my Savior. And from that very point, restoration began to take place. 
Now, that doesn't mean I didn't waver and, and get off track and do my own thing from time to time. But restoration began to take place in my life because of the influence of other Christian people that I was around. Because I could see those qualities of Jesus in them, it became more and more apparent to me that that's what I needed to do. Because I could easily see the difference in right and wrong because of their influence in my life. Sometimes this ministry of restoration is not obvious, but it's it's still at work. Just because we don't put a title on it don't mean it's still not the same. Sometimes it's it's uh, kind of underneath the the radar. It's it's something that it begins to work in people's lives and they're not even aware of it sometimes. But before you know it, you start to see this change come about and you're like, man, I didn't even know God could bless me like that. I didn't know that that's where I needed to even be beforehand. But that's what God wants to do is restore us back to Him. He wants to bring us back into His family. He wants to, wants to just love us up. But I want you all to really realize tonight, it's not just about us sitting here tonight. It's not just about everybody else that's attending a church service tonight. He is just as interested in all those that aren't at church tonight, all those that don't have any intention of going to church, He's just as interested in restoring them as He ever was in restoring you. You know, it's hard to carry this same concern on day after day. It's real easy to to be concerned for one, one minute and then tomorrow not even think anything else about it. And I don't know how to... And look, I'm not even trying to put this off on y'all. I'm talking about myself. I don't even know how to to keep that concern going if it's not for the Spirit of God working in me. And you know, there's many days that go by that, that I may go a day or two and not really even bother reading the Bible sometimes. There's time that goes by that I don't spend enough time in prayer. But when I do, magically, and that's not magic. No, it ain't got nothing to do with magic. When I spend time in prayer and I spend time in the Word, all of a sudden, that concern for other people comes back. Because I'm not living in the flesh anymore. I'm walking after the Spirit. What did I tell you the, the main point of this is it's the Holy Spirit working through you but when you don't live in the Spirit you don't walk after the Spirit you won't have any concerns of the Spirit your concerns are for the flesh I know that's my problem I don't know about y'all but when I live in the flesh and I walk after the flesh guess what I fulfill the lust of the flesh. The Word says you walk after the Spirit, you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Our desire as Christians, just like Jesus' was, should be to see restoration. 
in those that are in our lives. If you look at your life and say, well, I don't know anybody that needs restoration. Well, you're blind. You're blind. Look a little closer. 